You're listening to the audio podcast of the weekly message preached during the online worship service of Central United Methodist Church. We are located in Arlington, Virginia. You're invited to join us for our live worship experience through Facebook or Zoom every Sunday at 10.30 a.m. Visit www.cumcballston.org for details. There you can also learn more about our congregation where we worship God, serve others, and embrace all. Psalm 72, verses 1 through 7 and 10 through 14. O God, give your anointed one your judgment and your justice. Teach your chosen one to govern your people rightly and bring justice to the oppressed. The mountains will bring the people peace and the little hills bring justice. Your anointed will defend the oppressed among the people, save the children of the poor, and crush the oppressor. The reign of your anointed will endure as long as the sun and moon throughout all generations. The rule of the chosen one will be like rain coming down on the meadow, like showers watering the earth. Justice will flower through the days, an abundance of peace till the moon shall be no more. Tarshish and the isles will offer gifts. Arabia and Sheba will bring tribute. All rulers will pay homage and all the nations will serve your anointed. Your anointed will rescue the poor when they cry out and the oppressed when there is no one to help them. Your chosen one will take pity on the lowly and the poor and will save their lives. Your chosen one will rescue them all from violence and oppression and will treat their blood as precious. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. These past 11 months have been to say the least special. Now they've been worse than that. In these past 11 months, we've seen political upheaval like we've never seen before. We've seen climate catastrophes, the the fires out west and the hurricanes in the Pacific and in our Atlantic. We've seen social unrest and injustice unfold, particularly with our black brothers and sisters. We've seen health concerns in a pandemic that has killed people, thousands of people, hundreds of thousands. And we've seen economic uncertainty where we never thought we would. I've learned through this just how precarious my little world is. I never thought I'd be concerned about having enough toilet paper or paper towels. The idea of having um, sanitizer around and using it, never mind masking my face. I realize just how vulnerable we are as individuals and communities and as a nation and as a world. I realize too, just how important certain people are. I always sensed that nurses and doctors were important when I needed them, but now I got to see just how important they were to all of us. Postal workers from trying to get Christmas through and trying to get an election through. Our teachers trying to develop ways to teach children like we're communicating with Zoom. 
shop clerks who risked their lives every day to make sure that we had a place to go to try to get toilet paper or soup or food of any kind. Bus drivers who brought those people to and from work and exposed themselves to hundreds of people every day. Those who worked in the factories, those who worked in our food processing plants, who were at great risk and couldn't avoid that risk and went without protection and died. I don't know about you, but in these past 11 months, I've been shaken from my complacency. Psalm 72 is a psalm about praying for justice and peace in the face of real-world oppressed peoples. We have a lot in common with the people who prayed that psalm when it first was prayed. We can glimpse through that psalm and in our own experiences what happens when the oppressed are also our essential people. There's injustice and real injustice, and it brings with it violence and death. We've learned from our Black brothers and sisters things they spent a lifetime living with. We've learned from those who fall out of our healthcare systems and don't get help. And we've learned from those who are the most vulnerable to disease and least likely to be able to protect themselves. We cannot change the world into something more to our liking or our own benefit. Although we've seen some try, it never works. We have to take the world as it is and deal with what we have. As Christians, what we have is whatever gifts God has given us. How can we use them in this world? We're not kings, not even close. There's another psalm, Psalm 150. It's the very last psalm. And the very last verse of that psalm is, let everything that breathes give praise to the Lord. Life is precious. And so we use our gifts for life. We've seen in these past few months so many stories of people doing amazing things to help the hungry, the sick, the out of work, helping each other. We've also seen that in our own congregations. We've seen that among ourselves. And these are heroes. But one thing that I take comfort with is that I don't have to be a hero. I only have the gifts that God has given me. And that includes a gift of opportunity. We all have that. The smallest gesture can give life. A telephone call to someone who you haven't talked to in a while. Greeting a passing stranger with a Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. Making an offer to run an errand to a neighbor that you might see. Because we can still knock on doors, leave something, and back away. Or maybe just being aware, taking the time to look quietly into the world. There's a wonderful way to read scripture. As you read any of the stories, particularly Jesus' parables, Try putting yourself in the place of each person in that parable, what it would be like, particularly the person who might be being healed or the person who might be throwing the stone. Put yourself in their place. It's good practice. 
and then take that practice into our very strange world. Take that practice, take it, and find with it how you're held in God's hands. Amen. God is holding your life. God is holding your life. God is holding your life. We believe. God is holding your life. Yes, God is holding your life. God is holding your life.